online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk. This is Monday. Glad that you're with us. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. As we look out the window of the gracious and palatial studio of WGNS Radio High Top Murfreesboro. We see dark at 5.06. You, what about that? You, do you like that or not? No, I don't. You just didn't keep it on the... Well, I think oh. I think that's what's supposed to happen, right? Next, This is the last time we'll, we'll swap times. I think next spring, when we spring forward, we're done. Uh, am I right? Uh, I, think, I think that's correct. I believe that's right. I don't really care which time we stay on. I just like to stay on one or the other, I guess. I think I agree with that, too. Um, yeah, you, you, my life and yours right now, it doesn't matter a whole lot. No, <laughs> I, I'll be getting up late <laughs> no matter what time we're talking about. <laughs> Off air, we were talking about phones or computers in our hands or whatever we call this thing. Mm-hmm. There's one other thing that's changed a whole lot of the last several years. Your battery goes dead in a car. Jeff, it's impossible now to change a car battery on a car that's not 10 years old or older than that. I mean... My wife's car went bonkers. We're going to go out and change, check the battery. There was a ch- I took it finally to get it done, and not only did I have to pay for the battery, but I had to pay for the service charge to put it in because it's not just lifted up out of it like you do back in the olden days. That cars are complicated. Well, they're, of course, they've got computers and all kinds of stuff in there that you're right. You can't do anything with it. You used to be able to do most of the stuff yourself or do a lot of it. Even me, dumb as I am, I could do a lot of that stuff. Well, I'm dumber than you then because I couldn't do most of it. But I could change the battery and I could change the lights. Can't do either one of those now. I just, just, well, anyway, that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk sports, right? Right. And there's lots going on. Football season, overlapping basketball season. Lots of that going on. Uh, Raiders win, Titans win. Blackman, Oakland on Friday night. Let's start there, Jeff. Real quickly, uh, we had uh, what seven teams? Is that would that sound that right? That is correct. When we started this thing out, and not not totally shocked, even though Jeff, I've got to say this: Smyrna gave Beach a heck of a ball game on Friday night, and Beach has got a real chance to win it over on that side. I think. I think they probably do too. Uh, uh, I, and you're right; it was pretty close, uh, and Beach was home as well, uh, but. The Bulldogs have a good count of themselves. I, I, I think, uh, I think Coach Williams, Matt Williams, really he he's done a terrific job at Smyrna for many years, and I think they're lucky to have him. Well, he has done a terrific job. You're right about that. Next year, Jeff, the region changed a little bit. Have you paid much attention to that? I, I looked. I looked. I noticed that uh, Warren County and is it Cookville or Lebanon? So somebody will Warren be back. Warren County and somebody. Maybe, Coffee, Coffee County. County, I believe that's right. Coffee County. And Stewart's Creek goes the other way, am I right? correct? I think they that's correct. With Smyrna and Laverne. I think that's right. Um, which, I don't know if that's good or bad. I uh, Usually, in today's world, and I emphasize today's world, in most years, if you've got a pretty good team, you're okay, you're going to be able to beat Warren County and Coffee County. Right. Most of the time. Now, hadn't always been that way, certainly not with Warren County, but... It has been recently, and it looks like it may stay that way, but I don't know. I don't have any idea. Well, the good I think the good news for the county is we've got three schools now that have a chance to go from one region, other side of the state. I mean, for the first time in years, for maybe forever, two Rutherford County teams conceivably could play for a state championship, and that's not 
not been possible if they're all in the same region. That could, that could certainly happen. Um, and they've been, the, Stewart's Creek and Smyrna have been uh, threatening, if you if that's a good word, to perhaps make that possible. I don't know if, if Laverne will ever get straightened out or not, but, uh, but they'll be on that side too. And they're in a very average Nashville. You take Cane Ridge out of there, and the, the rest of them are just, you know, Overton maybe, and I'm not even sure they're 6A, but I guess they are. If, but you're, if you're a Sturge Creek <coughs> fan, is this a good – do you see this as a good move? The positive being it's less competitive. The negative being you got several situations playing games that people won't care quite as much about, and you won't draw near the crowd that you would, would if you were playing the Oakland Riverdales, the Blackmans of the world. Well, you're – you're certainly right. You're right about that. It's, it, it will be a financial uh, burden, although they can still play them if, if sure. some of them, if they want to. Uh, I don't know that I would want to, but maybe they do. I, I haven't noticed that Stewart's Creek particularly was afraid of anybody. Uh, you know, they, they seem willing to play. But, of course, I don't run their athletic department, so I don't know. Another plus on both both sides for all the Rutherford County schools, really, there's enough 6A schools close by. You have very little travel that you have to do. That's in, right. In any situation. I mean, you're going to McGavick, you're going to Overton, you're going to uh, Warren County, you're going to Coffee County. That's about as far as anybody's going to have to have to travel out of those two 6A regions. Well, if if you're – just pick one, though. We'll pick Oakland. If, if you're Oakland, you're going to have four games – uh, in Rutherford County for certain, absolutely for certain. Now, you, you go Siegel, Riverdale, Blackman, Rockvale. You're going to play them at home or away. And, uh, and, if, and let's just say it's two and two. Well, then you've got, you got, you got six games left. Well, three of those will yeah. likely be at home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that gives you a number of games within Rutherford County uh, and you won't have to travel all that much. And you go to Warren County, well, that's 50 miles. You go to Coffee County, that's 35 miles. That's not a problem. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's an advantage. And I think, I guess in Stewart's Creek, Smyrna, Laverne's case, with the, uh, with the playoffs, if the idea is to get in the playoffs, um, then you're better off playing in Nashville. That would be true of anybody in the county. Sure. Um, but... As far as making money is concerned, uh, no, it, it they just don't carry. They just don't. They just don't come to games. Really, they don't. So the the question is, in your mind, is it worth the trade off? Well, it doesn't matter. I, they don't get. To, they don't get to choose anyway. So it is yeah, what it is. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's. I guess it's worth it. If you get an opportunity to win more games and get in the playoffs, you're better off playing. In the Nashville region, I, I suppose, and and of course the way it's been in recent years, um, and with it's getting to be <laughs> more than just recent years, you you don't have you won't get embarrassed by at one time Riverdale, and now Oakland, you know that won't happen to you, uh, but uh, if you want better competition now and that sort of thing, you ought to stay in the county. For for those that don't understand what we're talking about reclassification or moving region and so forth give us the 101 version of, of classification how that works why 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 the changes are being made well i first of all i, I think the rules state and they don't have to change them but the rules state that they will review them at the end of every classification period and it's determined by the enrollment of your school where you fall it is possible to move up you cannot move down. So if you were Oakland and you're going to be 6A, they're one of the largest schools in the state, and you wanted to play 5A, the answer to that would be no. You'll but, play but Eagleville at 1A could move to 2A, 3A, yes. 4A if they yes. chose to. Yes, it happens all the time. Uh, the schools will move up. Um, Laverne actually was one of those one year that moved up. Um, Brentwood Academy did it. Others have done it around the state. And uh, I, I, I guess it's okay, I guess, if you want to do that. And, of course, the, the real issue, as you know, and I assume our audience knows, the real issue is how much of a transportation load are you going to put on some of these schools? Now, particular, now that's not true of us here in Rutherford County, 
But that's the, I mean, Woodbury close enough. I mean, they're just 20 sure. miles away. And, man, they, they have to travel. I mean, you know, and they're not by themselves. So what about a lot? Of, there are a lot of schools around the state that go 100 more miles Well, to play. get into East Tennessee, for example, where towns are not nearly so crowded around each other, and you've got the mountains to work with and so forth. That's why you have some four-team regions there, Jeff, just simply because trying to ask somebody to go to a fifth spot that's, 30, 40, 50, 60 miles away is just really not desirable to do. It's tough. It, it, it's very, very tough. And, I, and and you have other sports, of course, to worry about, too. It's not just football. But sure. right now we're in football, and so people are thinking about it, and they and they look at it uh, very, very closely. I know Dr. Stauffer felt like that we were really equipped to play, and he didn't really want to drop back necessarily, but he felt like that, that we were so close to – uh, the, the division below us, that maybe we maybe that's where we would fall, but we didn't. Well, just to complicate things for people that don't understand this, we'll just muddy the water a little bit more. Basketball and foot basketball and football don't play the same in the same regions. That is correct. There's six classifications in football, four classifications in baseball, basketball, which means th- that thing split a different way. Yes, and a lot of schools. We used to play uh, all the time. We don't play anymore. We just, uh, we had a heck of a rivalries over the years with Tullahoma and Lawrenceburg. We don't, we barely play them now. You know, well, football wise, think back to Gallatin and yeah, and, all, and Lincoln County. What, every year, what those games were like every year, um, and it it's kind of. I, mean, I remember, um, gosh, we had eight teams at one time in in the district in basketball, and I, I couldn't. Remember all of them for you, but I believe Henderson. I know Hendersonville was in there one year because we beat them in the finals. Um, but so was Springfield. I mean, you know, I, and we we regularly, as did the Murfreesboro Tigers, regularly played Clarksville. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it just it depends on your enrollment and where the TWSAA puts you. I guess the world keeps on spinning, doesn't it? It does, and there's new schools opening up all the time. We've got to take a break. We're going to come back with more All all Sports Talk right after this. If you want to get some barbecue, I'll tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. We got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. Reliant Realty auctioneer Steve Sandlin invites you to the auction of 2520 Blanton's Point, November 19th at 10 a.m. The nearly 3,400 square foot home is built on an acre and a half, has two stories, great location too, backs up to the battlefield so it's close to the Medical Center Parkway area. Check out this home online at ReliantAuctioneers.com or call 615-403-1822. See you November 19th at 10 a.m., 2520 Blanton's Point. License number 5942, firm number 5860. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up. It really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral, saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and, and uh, Lee Calvin Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones. Uh, just reminiscing back to the 
days of coaching, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're not all pleasant memories, but I tell you what's pleasant about it, and you will definitely agree with this without question. As all, the, well, not all, but most of the people that you meet and most of the kids that you coach. Oh, my gosh, yes. My goodness, what a what what a great influence they were on me. And I, I know that people say, well, the coach is this coach, that coach. They do a great job with their kids. and, they, and But you learn as much from them as they do from you sometimes. And I, I just I look around Murfreesboro and I see a lot of people are doing various jobs and whatnot, you know. And uh, and in Laverne and Smyrna too now, I'm that far enough away from that, sure, you know. And you see people in leadership positions that were fine athletes and fine students and that kind of. It makes you feel good. Well, I had one uh, player that I had when I found out she was in EOD, which is the bombs extrication unit of the <laughs> U.S. military. I thought, you know what? That's just about right. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> but you know. Uh, Great career in in armed forces. Yeah, has retired from that. Uh, doing some other things. Has done very well for herself. But she was one of those people. She was she was cold blooded on the basketball court too. So <laughs> I had a I had that this has happened to me. Oh, I don't know, three or four times, I guess, over the years. I would be in the hospital for some reason or another with the heart one time and a couple of other things and. And some of the people that helped me and were and were, were former students. <laughs> you know, they were n- nurses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, well, okay, I hope you're not mad at me <laughs> for anything. <laughs> but it seemed to go well. Well, doctor, I, the doctor that I go to, my GP, uh, is a young fellow that we had when I was uh, at, uh, in, a, in my younger years working with youth program at church. And he was one of the kids in the youth program at church that we, we did. Right. And now, now he's the doctor. So... <laughs> Let's let's talk Blackman uh, Oakland, Jeff. Well, how did we get there? Let's let's go that way first. And the teams that, that dropped aside this past week. Okay, here was Blackman's path, and they're ten and two right now. Um, Blackman uh, in in the, in the first round they beat Cookville, and then beat Coffee County. And I guess some people would say maybe that's a weaker uh, path. I don't know whether it is or not. I assume that it probably is, but that's what you get for being. Number two. That's right. You got a weaker, weaker thing. Anyway, the the Blaze were ten and two, and uh, uh, Lebanon beat R- Riverdale to put Riverdale out, and then Oakland beat Lebanon, uh, and the, the Pats are eleven and one. <clears throat> there there are no unbeaten teams in the in the in the final eight. None. There's three of them that are eleven and one, and none of them are in Oakland's bracket. J- just Oakland. So. Uh, you want me to tell you the yeah, four we'll, matchups? We'll, we'll talk about Middle Tennessee Christian School because they they dropped out a tough tough game in Jackson this past week. They weekend. did, and that's and that's not unusual for Jackson Christian to be uh, advancing. And they've had a fine football program for a long time. Yeah, and and, and Middle Tennessee Christian School. I don't have their record in front of me, but I think it was something like ten and two. Or something it was. Like that, I, wasn't it? I think that's about right. So they've had another another good year for the for the Cougars. Um, and have every reason to hold their head high, right? Well, Blackman, Oakland, your, your your thoughts on that one? Blackman has some ground to pick up because Oakland, early in the year, best I remember, uh, put a pretty good number on them. But well, uh, is, is Blackman closed that gap enough to to be at the end in the ball game at the end? Could we get that call first? No, I get your get your comment. You you want to call first? Go ahead. Yeah, we'll let's get the call, call first. first. I think that maybe he'll have a comment on that. Go ahead. How's it going, guys? I'm sure you don't think Blackman Blackman can win right then. You don't think they can beat up? Look, I think That's anybody right. can win at any time. I remember Laverne okay. Squad well, back in coach basketball once upon a time. It wasn't supposed to win and one and one well, and one and one and one. So anything well, is clearly possible. Well, I mean anything's possible, I guess. But they got two Mister Football finalists. I know that in Jack Mister and and Justin Brown. He's going to Mississippi State, and Ben Ross is going to California. So I do know that, but they have some talent, I know. But uh, I, I, I was at the blackman Lebanon game. I mean, oakland Lebanon Friday night, and Oakland played great defense. Had that block punt Lebanon did. That's about all they got. They pretty much shut down the Lebanon quarterback. And I talked to a guy, and he said he had, that the Lebanon quarterback had some OVC offers and some MAC offers from the schools in the, in the future as far as his college, what he wants to do. But uh, and everything, but uh, it should be a good game Friday night. I know when I went to Smyrna the first week when they first week of the playoffs, that they didn't want Stewart Street to win Oakland, Blackland, nobody. 
Franklin with the way over there, their, their PA guy and the people up in that press box. So, and I just want to say something else to him. Riverdale people don't root for Oakland, and Oakland people don't root for Riverdale. Because when I was in school, the athletes hated each other. They couldn't stand it. They hated it. It was a rivalry. And now they're all friends and buddies. So I'm just going to leave it at that, and we'll see who wins Friday night at Ray U Stadium. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. well, the, the, the thing for sure is what I think, what he thinks, what you, you think, Jeff, about Friday night doesn't matter at all. They're going to they're gonna settle that on the field and will. <laughs> and I think he's right a little bit. I, I, I don't know that I hated the guys at Silver Creek. That was my rival school when I was in, <laughs> in high school in Indiana. And we sure didn't like them. But uh, there does seem to be a little bit more of that uh, camaraderie amongst the, the opponents in these days. And I'm not sure, altogether sure that's particularly bad. But uh, anyway, again, that won't matter because I'm – I'll assure you, come 7 o'clock on Friday night, they they won't like who's in that other jersey. I, I agree with that, and I, I wouldn't <laughs> presume to know uh, how the Riverdale football players feel about Oakland or Oakland football players feel about Riverdale. Uh, I can uh, comment on many years ago, and uh, I don't think there was much uh, dislike there, and, uh, and the caller is right, they – they certainly knew each other. A lot of them go. A lot of them, first of all, played with each other, in uh, at middle at Central, or other places since then, and uh, they go to church together. And they're and they're young people. They're social. They're out there. I don't know that. And I would also say this. I, I I've said this before. <clears throat> I think, in at at Riverdale in the years that I was there, which admittedly was a long time ago. Um, I would say that our rivalry, rivalries, were as much with Smyrna as they were with with Oakland. But we didn't play Smyrna every year in football by any stretch of the imagination. But we did play them in basketball, and it was pretty intense. It surely was. But hate's a strong word, well, don't the, you think? One thing that has changed a lot, Jeff, is is you don't see the rivalries nearly as intense in basketball these days as you did thirty, forty years ago. I think football rivalry is still there, but Basketball rivalries don't seem to be anywhere close to be, being in the same category. Maybe not. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Um, there was a, a good deal of rivalry, of course, between the Central Tigers and Smyrna uh, Bulldogs and, and boys' and girls' basketball. Um, but like I, like I said, I'll, I'll close it with the same thing I just said. Hate is a strong word. It really is. I don't know that. I hate anybody. <laughs> Maybe I do. I just really haven't thought well, about it. You know, middle and western Kentucky have used that hundred miles of hate thing for a while, and, and yeah, and that's been bothersome to some degree to me because yeah, that, that 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 I don't. First of all, I don't think Western Kentucky players and Middle Tennessee players right now know anything about the rivalry between those two schools. Probably not to the point that they're going to hate the guys in Bowling Green. Now I do know some coaches here that do. Yeah, I know some fans here that do. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But anyway. Um, can Blackman win the game? Absolutely yeah. they can win the game. Yes. They're good enough for sure. Yes. They're going to probably need the breaks to go their way. The, the turnover battle needs to go Blackman's way. Uh, a, a block kick, a, a, a botch this might need to go Blackman's way. But, Jeff, they're, they're one or two of those plays away from being right there with Oakland, I think. I don't know if they're that close or not, but they are pretty close. They can, they, they can certainly closer than they have been. Uh, I, I think Oakland will win, but uh, I, I – you know, I'm I'm not paid huge sum of money on this program to to predict a winner. Many of our listeners keep up with Maryville just as close as they do Oakland because they expect those two teams to play in the semifinals every year. <clears throat> Maryville has lost three games. The first time they've lost three games in 35 years, and they were kind of left for dead. Well, Jeff, they've won very impressively the last two weeks, and one of the reasons they've been left for dead, their star running back is out for the year. Right. So they're having to do it with different people, but a very impressive win. Uh, over Bearden on uh, this past Friday night. Well, they they, they beat a Morristown East team in the first round, and they're very a weak Morristown, under 500. And then they beat Bearden, and Maribel now is 9-3. and three. So they, you're right, they have three losses, and they've got nine wins. Uh, and Maribel host. So there you go. The other bracket is uh, 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 Science Hill. Beat Farragut, much to my surprise. Well, see, I, I, if you remember last week, I predicted Farragut yeah. would win. And I beat Maribel. I and, thought you were right. They, they, and they had to get there, though, didn't they? And Sinesville is 8-4. and four, So that's who Maribel will play, and they'll play them at Maribel and, and Riverdale, Oakland. So we got a, 
uh, Blackman, Blackman Oakland. Oakland, and we one of our teams will play either the winner of Science Hill and Maryville, and I I think that'll probably be Oakland and Maryville, but maybe not. I don't I don't know. In the, in the lower bracket, the West Tennessee bracket, if you want to call Nashville West Tennessee, I guess you might as well for the purpose of this conversation. Cane Ridge is eleven and one, and they'll take on eleven and one Beach. So a very good squad is going to lose there. And then in the other game, Georgetown, which is uh, uh, is Germantown actually, um, they're eight and four, and they'll take on uh, Bartlett, who are ten and two. So um, that that that's your your final eight, and the, all games are seven o'clock Murfreesboro time or local time. And next Friday, we'll do it again with the top four. When the monument marker for Middle Tennessee, for splitting Tennessee into halves, east and west, is right there at the campus of Middle Tennessee State University, (laughs) it is possible for one team in the county to be on the east side of that line and one team to be on the west side of the county. Just like, why did some people who went to Oakland, why some went to Riverdale? One side of the street was Oakland zone. One side Riverdale's on, right? Just the way you got to draw the line someplace. That's true. It'd be nice if we always enforced it, but uh, <laughs> I assume we do. Let's assume that we do. Okay. That and is. have have done that for fifty years, right? Oh yes, yeah, right. <laughs> All right, we need to take a break. Chip Walters has got the Blue Raider Insider Report coming up right after this. When news breaks. When traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad, be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's been busy out here in Bellevue this afternoon. They're cleaning up some type of debris over here on 40 westbound at OHB. Boy, is it slow go. It's just crawling now on 40 West over here from 46th Avenue until you actually get past OHB. I mean, it's had a crawl down past Charlotte Pike. It's uh, busy there in Brentwood on 65 on that ramp at OHB. It's been tricky today on 24, making your way out towards Rutherford County on a couple of wrecks we had earlier. Watch your speed, I-40 out through Mount Julian area. We saw that uh, saturated with a lot of law enforcement earlier. Hey, Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies is hiring. Check them out online at ripleys.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Folks, I hope you're listening in every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance... Think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. 
Well, good afternoon, everybody. Let's talk Blue Raider football to get things started. We'll be having Rick Stocks to live coming up at 6 o'clock tonight at the Boulevard. Uh, we'll be talking, of course, about the Blue Raider victory over Charlotte on Saturday. Uh, also, we'll be talking about uh, the upcoming game against FAU, which will be Senior Day on Saturday. And uh, that will also be an opportunity for the Blue Raiders to get bowl eligible. But let's go back. Let's talk a little bit about Middles' win. What a gut check it was on Saturday in the cold weather uh, at, at uh, Floyd Stadium. Uh, kickoff temperature was 36 degrees. The wind chill was 29. And that was after it had been 70 degrees uh, on Friday. So it was quite uh, the shock to the system on Saturday, but the Blue Raiders uh, got two block kicks, scored three touchdowns, and they win 24-14 over Charlotte. DeCorian Patterson gave the Blue Raiders a spark early, ensuring that the Charlotte drive could earn no points after he blocked a 29-yard field goal. Marley Cook would come up big at the start of the second half. If you didn't see this play, you need to go back and watch it again. He pushed the up back back into the punter that blocked the kick. Jordan Ferguson then picked it up, ran it in for about five yards, got the touchdown on special teams. Frank Pizant scored twice on the ground, including a 13-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter that put the Blue Raiders ahead of the 49ers. And Nick Fatiato was very efficient in starting in place of Chase Cunningham completing 22 of 29 passes. That's 76% passing for 203 yards. Elijah Metcalf had eight catches for 83 yards against his hometown team. The defense was spectacular, very active in the backfield, forcing six tackles for loss on the afternoon. Trey Fluellen led all players with 16 tackles, eight of which were solo. Jacoby Thomas had an incredible interception as he came from nowhere to uh, make the interception and get a toe tap down uh, to get a turnover for the Blue Raiders as all of that was part of a terrific defensive effort. Now, middle now 5-5, five and five, trying to get bowl eligible this week or next week. Better that you win both and you get to 7-5. and five. That helps you as far as bowl selections are concerned. But already the Action Network and their weekly bowl projections has middle going to the Myrtle Beach Bowl on Monday, December 19th in Conway, South Carolina to play South Alabama on the teal turf at Coastal. But uh, still a lot of football to be played, but that's just one of those projections that's out there. Men's basketball. Conference USA play will get off to an early start this season as the Blue Raider men's team will open up its conference slate tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, against Rice. This is the first of 20 regular season Conference USA tilts and the only one for the Blue Raiders before December 29th. Coach Nick McDevitt's ball club dropped a 76-68 decision at Winthrop on Saturday, a game where Middle got within four points in the final minute after rallying from being down as much as 19. The uh, conference opener will be right here on WGNS and the entire Blue Raider network. Also, Lady Raider basketball will have a home game on Wednesday, but six Blue Raiders scored in double figures in Middle's 89-38 route of Southern Illinois on Saturday. The Blue Raiders trailed the Salukis for just 50 seconds and held the advantage in nearly every category. Middle closed the first half on a 19-3 run to give the Raiders a 26-9 lead, and then they pushed it on out. It was a 51-point advantage as Middle got the victory there. Huge game coming up Wednesday as they host Belmont at Murphy Center. Belmont took Louisville right to the verge uh, over the weekend. All right, join us at the Boulevard here at 6 o'clock. Hope to see you there, and we'll have more for you coming up tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. 
A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. As we're wont to do on this show, we go down memory lane a good bit. Jeff Jordan with me. Brought to you for Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services, Edward Jones, and Tim Tackett on this end of the thing. Uh, Jeff, let's talk Middle Tennessee football, then Middle Tennessee basketball. Football first, 5-5, five and five, went over Charlotte 24-14. Sometimes it's a little scary the way Vegas gets it, Jeff. Middle was a 10.5-point favorite and wins by 10. That, how, how, how do they know? I, I don't know that they do know. <laughs> But anyway, I heard that on 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 TV yesterday that the Vegas guys know a lot of people, but that's a lot of phone calls to make and find out who's hurt and who's not and who's going to play. I don't know. You got to have informers, I guess. One thing you can't know for sure is the weather. I don't know what who was affected worst by the weather on Friday Saturday afternoon, other than the fans. Uh, <laughs> But it, I guess it was as cold on Middle Tennessee sideline as it was on Charlotte. But it was a cold, cool, cold, let's make it cold, wind, especially with the weather being, what, 80 degrees on Thursday? Yeah. So the blood did not have quite time to coagulate, <laughs> whatever. But it, it, it's as cold as I've been in a football game in a while. Well, I guarantee you that uh, the MTSU coaching staff and players would have stood out there every game and brave the cold to get a W, and I don't blame them. That's right. Well, I was a former player at Middle is is in our outdoor box, and I asked him. I said, "Do players get excited about playing in cold weather or not?" And he said, "Most players don't care what the weather is." He said, "The one thing they don't like is sleet." And I, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. Anyway, nice win. Uh, not overly impressive. Twenty four fourteen. Defense didn't give up a point, Jeff, in the second half, which is a really good thing to see. Uh, and the run game came through in the second half the way it needs to, especially in that type of a situation. So Florida Atlantic comes in to close things out at home on uh, Saturday and then on the road at Florida International Middle needs one win to be bowl eligible, needs two win to, to keep the momentum going, Jeff. Bowl eligible is one thing, but winning the last three games of the season would be pretty good for this fan base. What, I, what you think? I agree 100%, and it's possible that that could happen. You know, I want to say something a minute ago and, and forgot about it, but – I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I I do think this year, in, in watching the Titan games, which I do, about the about the only pro football I watch. Although, uh, <laughs> I, I, well, I'll go back to that in a minute. But I, I think in high school football and in college football this year, this is the year of the defense. I think we're seeing better defense than we have seen, in uh, on a lot of teams are, are playing great defense. Titans yesterday, I thought were, were just – they were – and they had a lot of people out. I was say, they had six starters out and still mm-hmm. – now, Denver is not the offensive juggernaut that – but the week before, they had several people out and, and beat a Kansas City team, which is an offensive juggernaut, right? Right, right. So, uh, well, uh, it's been said a long time in any sport, if you got to be good on one side of the ball or the other, you'd rather be good on defense. At least I, I would. Yeah, I sure. guess that's true. We were. I was. I was just going to say. I, I bet this hasn't happened to you. It's the first time yesterday. We were. We were at the house, and my daughter was. One of my daughters was there, and and others members of the family. And the Cowboys and and the and the and the Packers would play the fourth quarter, and it was tied. And then they went into overtime. My all those people that I just named. Okay, plus some others. <laughs> All of them were rooting against both teams. <laughs> they they booed the Cowboys because they hate the Cowboys, and they booed the Packers because they hate Rodgers. Well, you do if you do that in life, Jeff. You're going to end up being disappointed all the time. <laughs> somebody's going to win. Somebody won, and, that and they somebody didn't want to win. and somebody did win. Um, and we didn't have to worry though because they had Rodgers on this morning, and on Sports Center, and he explained it to us. <laughs> I guess. I don't know about that guy. But anyway, okay. They they did beat the Cowboys. So Middle Tennessee, uh second uh Chase Cunningham starting quarterback was out and played with the, the second team player and uh got the W and 
don't don't know what Cunningham situation will be like. Uh, I don't know that Rick Stockstall in in 15 minutes on the Rick Stockstall live show will tell us, but uh, that'd be the case. Uh, Middle at home, you like the chances? Yes, I do. And I I don't know, but he probably won't know any more about about the quarterback's condition today than he, he knew yesterday. But he might. He might know something. Very interesting. Good news, bad news, I guess. Uh, Or you can look at it anyway. Middle plays Florida Atlantic and then Florida International needs one win. The good news is Florida International got beat 51-7 to this past weekend, which means they're not really good. I like that. The bad news is Florida Atlantic is a team that beat them 51-7, to which means (laughs) they must be pretty good. Uh Uh-oh. We we just need to forfeit that game. (laughs) No, I don't know. Now, here's here's the thing. Go back two weeks. And I can't remember who it was, but it's a league game. Charlotte beat somebody 57-something to 14 or whatever. They, they've not had a good year, but they had a good day that day. And uh, Do we say that it's been a strange year? Do we say that every we, year? <laughs> it, it's been the strangest Middle Tennessee football year. Yeah. We've played 10 games, Jeff. None of them have been settled by less than 10 points. Saturday's game, 24-14, was the closest closing uh, score up or down. A five and five team that, that just doesn't seem right, does it? No. The Titans is the other way around. They don't play anything outside of ten points. Right. Everything's two points, three points, five points. Field goal here, whatever, whatever. Well, if we got a chance to make it close, we we figure out a way to do it. That, you know, let's. I know what we'll do. We'll jump offside. <laughs> That's what Alabama does. We'll just we'll hold. We'll we'll let them. They won't pick up the first down, but we'll hold somebody so they get another chance. And then in one case, the week before. Another chance. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. I can't explain it. Well, let's let's be sure we mention Salute to Veterans Day, which took place mm. at halftime. It just a, always a moving s- ceremony. The longest-running Salute to Veterans <sighs> halftime, as I understand it, in the country. Middle did it before anybody else did. And uh, I know several names of people that, that have been involved with that, Jeff. But it's, it's really a neat thing to do. And there is no possible way, me, I, my family can thank the people that have done what they've done for us, the sacrifice they made. Jeff, I was cold Saturday at the football game. I cannot imagine being in a foxhole. I agree. You know, and, and, and not having the rations to eat and whatever, whatever. You know, So that's a very small thing compared to what a lot of people have gone through. Well, that foxhole business, I never had to do it, and I'm eternally grateful. Um, and I'm grateful to those that, that had to do it. And, and – I had plenty of relatives, uh, cousins and uncles, that served, uh, most of them in the Navy. I uh, have, have one in the, in the Army. Uh, my wife's uh, uh, father was Air Force guy, 20-year Air Force guy. So, but I never had to serve, and, I, and I'm grateful that I never had to serve. I am. Uh, of course, I would have I gone if, if, they, if they'd asked me. I'd have gone or it told put, me, actually. It, it puts fortune perspective, I hope. Yeah. It really didn't matter. Really, at the end of the day, it really didn't matter who won on Saturday. When you when you put, put it up against these guys that have done what they've done. And gals, I shouldn't say just guys. Yeah, and the, and the truth is, well, we were we were playing a football game, a, a game for, well, old children, if you will. <laughs> a, a child's game, really. Um, played by men. In some cases, women and 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 touch football and flag football and the women are refereeing as well, but we're doing it in a free country and uh, I, and a lot of this world, the majority of this world, is not doing that in a free country, and I, I am grateful. And let's let's add one more, and we'll take our break while we're giving thank yous for things outside of sports. Thank you to the people who went and voted on Saturday or Tuesday or before. That's just a, such an important thing for people to understand and do. Uh, and uh, that, that free country you're talking about, Jeff, it's so important that we take care of those obligations. I think we have it. That's the least we can do. And as I said before to, to some other people, take the time to educate yourself just a little bit on, on who you're going to vote for along the way. It's, it's hard to do sometimes to find that out, but – do what you can to find out who it is you're voting for. Not not make a popularity contest. Well, I'm I'm proud of my voting record, uh, and I've I have uh, I used to say and have said in the past. Well, I, I lost my vote today, but really you didn't. If you voted, you didn't lose it. Sure. Uh, it, it went where you wanted it to go. You expressed your opinion, um, and 
maybe the majority of people disagree with you. Maybe they agree with you. I've been I've been on both sides, and you, absolutely. I mean, you know, I've 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 voted for people that, and, and maybe I wish I hadn't later. But um, I, I've I try to do my part, and my family does. So our, our political system right now may be as flawed, Jeff, as it's ever been, but it's still the best country in this world, and and hopefully we'll find ways to. To bring people back together a little bit and understand you got to be American first and, and everything else second. Let's take a break. That's what the music says. We'll come back and talk some sports right after this. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Good afternoon. It's been busy out here in Bellevue this afternoon. They're cleaning up some type of debris over here on 40 westbound at OHB. Boy, is it slow go. It's just crawling now on 40 West over here from 46th Avenue until you actually get past OHB. I mean, it's had a crawl down past Charlotte Pike. It's uh, busy there in Brentwood on 65 on that ramp at OHB. It's been tricky today on 24, making your way out towards Rutherford County on a couple of wrecks we had earlier. Watch your speed, I-40 out through Mount Juliet area. We saw that uh, saturated with a lot of law enforcement earlier. Hey, Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies is hiring. Check them out online at ripleys.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. back into all sports talk this portion brought to you by first bank all over the state of tennessee right here in murfreesboro for sure it's where they have the millions of dollars all sports talk has and this is G- well i don't know about gns but uh all sports talk jeff is flush with money oh yes no question about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, we're running out of places to put it yes you're right jeff is we talked about TWSAA drawing the lines and we talked about mm-hmm. the political system just a little bit one thing I'll just say, and then we'll get, you said you had a baseball question for me. Don't bring me a problem unless you've got an answer. Oh, well, you're one of those guys, one are of you? Those, one of those people. I, I get so tired of people telling me what the problem is. And, and you say, school board taught me this, for sure. Okay, what is your solution? If, if your children don't go to this school, you want to rezone, bring me the way we're going to do this. Well, they didn't have the answer to that. They just didn't want it the way it was. And I said, well, we've got to do something to somebody. Right, right, and I, I imagine you use this, and it's it's accurate. I, I use it as as an assistant principal, Laverne. I said, "Look, I, you're right. I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't, but it's written right here in this rule book. And if I don't do it, they can fire me, and I don't want to be fired. Do you want me to be fired? <laughs> no, but I want you know they all, they want something special for themselves and their child. Right? To heck with the other." 2000 kids all right jeff we've we okay. pre- we, we, we preached enough all right okay baseball question i was going to ask you do the braves sign dansby swanson or not should they or do they do they i say yes they will should they a different question it depends on the what depends on the money it's just a, such a tough thing to sit in the i don't know the braves well enough to answer the question I'd say yes. He's a good, very good shortstop, very good player. I, I would agree. I think he's a good, probably a good clubhouse guy. Uh, I'd say you hang on to Dansby if you can. I would, and I would, yes, I, I agree with you. I, but the Braves, I don't know whether they will be able to do it or not. Well, he's not going to command this kind of money, Jeff, but would you, would you pay anybody in baseball $400,000, $400, $400 million for 10 years? 
which is we've seen contracts at that number right at four, $40 million a year for 10 years. Would you ever sign anybody that kind of a contract? I don't, I say I don't think I would, but that gone it. If it had been Joe Morgan with the Ooh. Reds. Really? You'd have signed him that long? Well, that. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying I, I sure hate to see him go. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, it, it's very, it's, it is very difficult. It really is. And he, he clearly popular player, and he's given everything I think that he had to give to the Braves and their, their pennant last year and the year before last, and then last year they almost made it again. I don't know. The, the rumors are that he will be paying shortstop for the Cubs next year. We shall see. The Titans went through this with A.J. Brown this past year. Did not sign him to a contract. In loathe to the fans of, of Tennessee Titans. And they may face the same situation with Derrick Henry. Jeff, if you don't sign Derrick Henry, they will burn the stadium down. <laughs> they might. That's right. But can you pay a running back crazy money? Knowing full well that, that most running backs don't go past 30, 31 years old with any real – Ability to is this is this his contract year? I don't think it is. Is it? I think it's got another year. Okay. I think they signed. So they'll have to sign him during. But at some point in time, some point in time, that, that conversation is going to come up. It came up with Eddie George. It comes up with everybody at some point in time, right? Right. No matter how good you are, your time finally <laughs> runs out, and somebody says, "Well, we'll pay him," and he goes over there and has three great years, and you as the Titans look like a fool for letting it go, or he goes. And bust the in year number one, and you look like a genius. Well, predicting I, the future is tough. Yeah, it it is tough, and I, I I know that maybe our audience doesn't care, but maybe they do. I mean, Johnny Unitas got traded. Joe Namath got traded. Tony Dorsett got traded. Numerous people. Willie was, Mays played for the New York Mets after his glorious career with San Francisco for two Giants. years, and he was not good. Hank Aaron, the all-time baseball leader at the time, at least, ended his career with the Milwaukee Brewers. Right. So everybody's time comes. Jeff, your your time and my time may come eventually. No, my, my mine's not coming. <laughs> All right, we got Rick Stocks to live up to six o'clock tonight. Middle Tennessee versus Rice men's basketball tomorrow night, six o'clock Murphy Center. And on Wednesday night, the Lady Raiders host Belmont, which is Belmont women have. Terrific team, Jeff. They've been in NCAA tournament for four or five straight years. We're going to win both games. Well, let's hope so. Six o'clock at each. I hope you'll come inside. And the good news is there, the weather will be very nice oh, inside Murphy Center. It'll be perfect. New floor, too. And, and oh, wonderful. All right. Rick Soxel's live coming up right after this. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. <laughs> 